Hi, welcome to the first episode of the D Insider podcast. Revived and back from retirement. Um, this is Sohail Ahmed, your host. And uh, in December, I did my last uh, D Insider podcast. And due to the lack of interest and, and the bear market in cryptocurrencies, you know, I decided not to continue until now. And the reason has been this massive hype over Facebook's coin, the Libra coin, and the white paper that was just released today. And I had to respond. I had to share my insights. I had to really clear the air about what this is. And is there any real value? Because interestingly enough, in my last The Insider podcast back in December, I had actually, near the end of the uh, podcast, if you go into um, from 12 or 13 minutes um, into the podcast, I actually talked about Facebook. And at that point, I was talking about Facebook, the stock, which was sitting at about $125 per share. And I specifically said, go back to my last podcast, that I feel that Facebook is undervalued. And uh, there's significant potential for upside in Facebook shares. And rightly so, Facebook from $125 at the end of last year is now trading at, um, uh, or was hit a high of $194 today. And that's, um, you know, up um, uh, well over, uh, you know, 50%. And also 50% are about there. Now, Today, the share price, and let me touch about the share price because what I like to talk about is just not the the digital aspect because as you will want to and will be happy to know, I don't get into technical details. I look at the practical implications of what's happening in the marketplace, how you could potentially benefit. And Facebook's stock price, the stock price action today was a typical, um, you know, buy on rumor, sell on news. And I uh, was the owner of uh, Facebook um, yesterday and today I sold into this little rally because frankly my dear this Libra white paper and this whole uh, Libra coin is is ridiculous I find you know I, I don't see it's not even a proper blockchain right and, and that's what's frustrating I am extremely disappointed by what Facebook has uh, tried uh, done um, and I don't see it as uh, a blockchain. Um, it's not even a proper cryptocurrency because it allows, uh, you know, it, it can be overridden or it can be overwritten. A transaction is not immutable, right? So it's more so a digital currency than a cryptocurrency, right? And people will say, well, what's the difference? A digital currency, you know, you can have, funds that can be uh, transferred digitally. A cryptocurrency relies on cryptography. And a key aspect of uh, cryptography is that it has to be validated and uh, the, the data is immutable, cannot be overwritten or uh, changed. You can create new data point, but you can't go back and uh, kind of erase uh, previous data, right? So it, it is not um, uh, a proper distributed ledger 
Now they've, uh, so what I want to do is let me, I'm going to break down this podcast because there's uh, quite a bit to cover and you will find it very interesting. So I'm going to do a bit of a, uh, break it into three parts. One, I'm going to give you a quick overview, you know, a quick two to three minutes of what Libra is. Okay. Um, secondly, I'll talk a little bit about uh, some of the, the technical aspects that are worth noting without getting too deep. And then finally, I will conclude with um, what the flaws and the problem is, which I've hinted already, that it's not a cryptocurrency. The mechanism of the trust mechanism is essentially in the control of this uh, oligarch, uh, oligarch formation and this, uh, you know, um, Libra association that is going to be uh, created to manage this digital currency. So what is uh, Libra? So I think Libra is Facebook's kind of um, cute way of trying to capitalize on this cryptocurrency buzz and be able to ingrain and entrench its position with its users. Okay. And, uh, and the reason for that is that, um, you know, in uh, the uh, the white paper Facebook says states Libra's mission is to enable a simple global currency and financial infrastructure that empowers billions of people. Okay, great, that's fine. Uh, and they go on to um, say that you know on average it costs seven percent to send money abroad, right? And there's about fifty billion dollars in fees um, that are eaten up in. Um, currency remittance over the world. Agree, you know, that is uh, a, a challenge. So Libra is attempting to provide microtransactions uh, which would cost just a few cents and, uh, and which is significantly less than, you know, the current marketplace. So, but how does Libra work? So um, Libra is essentially uh, cash in a local currency. So what you would do is you would, uh, you know, convert your cash into Libra, a uh, coin, right? And you would spend them like dollars uh, through the Facebook network, which includes Facebook, Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp, uh, and Instagram uh, without transaction fees and without your real name being attached. So it, it still kind of anonymizes you. And um, now, however, the, the challenge is that um, they will still need to do uh, some kind of governance in KYC. So that's not very clear in terms of, and uh, now in terms of who should be worried, uh, it's essentially trying to take away business or Facebook is trying to provide uh, in a way a foreign currency mechanism uh, and competing in a way against the banks, right? So in terms of a technical perspective, um, you know, the, it's not very clear. And, you know, I kind of looked at a, um, a quote from the, uh, the liberal protocol and in, in the, the white paper where, you know, they've stated that it's still in prototype uh, stage, uh, quote, we do not have concrete performance metrics yet to report. We anticipate the initial launch of Libra protocol will support a thousand payment transactions per second with a 10 second finality time. All right. 
So now a thousand uh, payment transactions per second is not bad. Uh, you know, Visa as an example has about 17, uh, can do uh, over 1700 transactions per second, right? Um, so that's not bad. The, the challenge is, uh, you know, it hasn't really been tested. So, you know, I think the market and the reason that the stock price fell back and even cryptocurrencies in general, the Bitcoin, Ethereum, they're all pulling back is there was an expectation for something really kind of revolutionary, something really, uh, you know, a blockchain and, uh, you know, a real proper blockchain, right? And, um, and that really hasn't transpired, okay? Uh, because one of the key aspects that uh, is interesting and has been commented on by many uh, technicians or technical uh, technologists, uh, experts in blockchain, is their generic words such as resources, uh, which make it uh, uh, you know unclear. And then there's a particular quote which says uh, in the white paper, which says transactions are based on predefined and in future versions, user-defined smart contracts in a new programming language called Move. We use Move to define the core mechanisms of the blockchain, such as the currency and the validator membership. Okay, now that's different, and that's very interesting because that means that there's a custom-built smart contracting language. And so, you know, that will create a lot of potential issues and questions around you know, how feature-rich the language will be and how um, secure and robust it can be. Because the more you try to make it uh, kind of developer-friendly, the more um, risk uh, that you have um, within that uh, development community. So, um, and the Libra Association, which is, uh, you know, going to be managing this, um, will have eventually 100 partners Okay, which is good, and each partner, including Facebook, will have one percent vote. Uh, but you know, it's still not clear how it will function, and it seems to be that they are trying to create a, a kind of a proof of stake uh, mechanism uh, over the next five years. And so, uh, the problem is on the technical component. It's uh, very much. Um, opaque you know there, there's not a whole lot of clarity there's still a lot of um, um, you know kind of ideas and concepts and you know we, we haven't really done this so uh, the market is disappointed that they haven't really done the um, the technical work to be able to back up a lot of this right and uh, and that's disappointing considering the resources that Facebook has at its disposal and it leaves several unanswered questions and concerns about the Libra coin. First of all, uh, and most importantly, because it is not a proper blockchain, as I mentioned at the beginning, how does governance actually work? Okay, we've got the Libra Association, and it will eventually have 100 members, and a supermajority or uh, two-thirds of the members will need to approve any uh, significant change but they are the only ones that can mint or destroy Libra coins and presumably they can make any changes if they agree to it 
So it, it's not really owned by, um, uh, it, it's not, it, it's still top-down controlled by this uh, organization, okay? Secondly, the other thing is uh, it isn't clear on KYC, know your client and anti-money laundering requirements. Because, you know, the, the, um, uh, the Libra or the Calibra wallet one, it will require users to verify themselves using government-issued ID. Now, going back to their claim of trying to help uh, in the white paper, they also talk about you know people not being unbanked, they're not being able to have access to cryptocurrencies um, or bank accounts. And one of the reasons is that they don't have ID. So if you want or if you require them to be verified using government ID, then that kind of defies the, the purpose of providing access of uh, funds to people that want to either receive or send money will require government-issued IDs. And uh, so that's, again, not very clear. And, and in terms of fees, it says a few cents or low fees. Again, there's no clarity in terms of what the fees are actually going to um, be and how transparent that is going to be. Um, so those are some of the, the challenges. Now, the bigger challenge I see is that Libra and, and this uh, coin or this uh, payment mechanism, will it actually get approved? Because I would be very surprised if the EU particularly does not push back on this. Because through Libra, Facebook can technically um, act as a mass surveillance resource for U.S. agencies because now not, uh, their users, not only do they have their email, but they will have their government IDs and their payment details. And that's a lot of data. If you're worried about, and now, you know, they have stated that they will keep that data separate from the actual Facebook, uh, but at the end of the day, it goes to the mothership of Facebook, okay? Um, so I expect the EU to push back and perhaps not allow the, uh, the Libra coin to be used without some... Uh, regulation or some requirements that require scrutiny of Facebook and how it's using that data. Because what Facebook is actually doing is it is trying to take on the um, uh, global uh, banking uh, system because you don't need to use your bank. You just you know transfer your money to Facebook and use Libra coin to transfer money around to each other. Now, what that is also going to do is it's, I think, going to further... Um, uh, put scrutiny on Facebook, which is already having uh, challenges and, and there's been calls for Zuckerberg's uh, powers to be reduced or the company to be broken up, you know, Instagram, WhatsApp, Messenger, and Facebook together, collectively, they have access to billions of uh, people and that's just too much uh, control for one organization. And if Facebook does not do or manage this uh, program, you know, this uh, Libra initiative properly, I think they're going to open themselves up to uh, the banks coming after them and taking them down, right? So, so Mark Zuckerberg is actually exposing himself to a lot more risk now, especially the way that it's structured. Now, he's trying to do this association. He's now trying to make it fair, and, but it's not transparent. It is, it is not owned by the public. Um, it is controlled by this oligarch of organizations based in Switzerland. All right. And it'll be interesting to see if he can appease enough people uh, to stay 
with him and get a few banks on board because I think that will be the key. If the banks don't come on board, um, you know, then um, you know, watch out, Mark, uh, because there is actually a, a central bank initiative called uh, Finality, which is trying to uh, you know provide uh, you know cash on ledger or solve that cash on ledger uh, problem, and the central banks are working on creating a digital uh, or cryptocurrency equivalent of fiat currencies and maybe i'll talk about this in the next episode of the d insider um, so i am from a stock perspective i've sold my facebook position today um, you know i sold it out at about 191 or so didn't catch the top uh, but i'm actually now bearish on facebook i think this is going to be more of a liability particularly that you know it's not really strong it hasn't wowed people uh, it's not a proper blockchain and it's going to put a target on Facebook. So I'm not a buyer of Facebook at this time. I'm not a buyer of Libra coin. Um, and I think it's going to be good for Bitcoin. It will actually give a little bit more exposure. Uh, in one of the um, following episodes, I'll talk about Bitcoin and the price action. Bitcoin has seen since uh, bottoming out uh, in the early part of the year. And where I see it going and how I'm kind of participating in the cryptocurrency space. All right, so thank you very much. I've uh, promised to keep my podcast under 20 minutes. Um, this one is a bit longer. Thank you very much for staying with me till the end. Uh, do uh, follow the podcast and make sure to um, stay in touch. And if you have any questions, if there's anything in particular you want me to um, talk about in the podcast, you know, please send me an email. You can reach me at uh, hello at sohailahmed.com or through our uh, company website at... Uh, uh, financialnetwork.io. Thank you. God bless. Have a great day.